All right, could this be the reason why so many high-profile figures are investing in apocalyptic underground bunkers throughout the world? Let's talk about it today. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. All right, welcome everybody to the program. It is Monday, the uh, January 8th. Uh, we want to welcome tonight's program. This is End Time Headlines. I'm your host, Ricky Scaparo. We want to welcome everybody to the broadcast, all of you guys in the live chat on YouTube. Thank you for being a part of the program. Listen, if you're new, first time joining us, maybe you're listening on Apple or by Spotify, or maybe you're coming in through Rumble or even here on YouTube uh, in the chat here in the uh, on the page, or maybe you're just watching the rebroadcast of this, we want to officially welcome you and let us know in the comment section below that you are new and where you guys are joining us from. Real quick, a couple things. Number one, please hit the like button, hit the share button, hit that bell notification. This is what's going to push our material out so that others can see what we are sharing. And of course, if you've not downloaded our free app, we want to encourage you to do that today. You can get it on Apple, Android devices. Again, it's free uh, for, uh, to be a blessing to you. Just download it. Hit yes to push notifications, and you're going to be good to go with every headline and every podcast when it is readily available. All right, so you may say, what in the world are you talking about today, Brother Ricky? Well, I want to take you back uh, a couple weeks ago, and I want to discuss, and we'll probably go back further than that, but you remember this? I want to show you this article that we shared this on our main webpage at endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com. Now, again, this was a piece from, uh, this was published by The Sun. Quote, what do they know? Mark Zuckerberg's new apocalypse bunker sparks bizarre conspiracy as Americans fear billionaires are doomsday prepping. Y'all remember this? We talked about this. This uh, this article emphasizes the fact that all these high-profile figures, these uh, billionaires like Mark Zuckerberg, are building these underground bunkers that is spawning all types of uh, wild conspiracies on social media. And, and, and for every reason, it should be. I mean, we should be concerned about this. What, are, what do they know? Why are they doing this? Because it's not just Zuckerberg that's doing this, but even according to this report, even PayPal founder Peter Thiel desired to build a $10 million doomsday mansion in a remote area in New Zealand. And this was back in 2022, but he was denied the ability to do so. And then you had the CEO of OpenAI, who uh, Sam Altman, who allegedly was in an arrangement for a bunker with uh, Thiel as well. Let me pull this up. I want to show you this. Other underground bunkers have been rumored, but nothing has been confirmed. This includes a rumor that there are 15 billionaires currently in the process of building them, but it is unfounded. So again, rumors are circulating of, again, I quote, 15 billionaires that are, quote, currently in the process of building these apocalyptic bumper bunkers, excuse me, in order to survive cataclysmic events. Then you had two billionaires that they want to bring a humanity to space, including Tesla's own CEO, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos of Amazon. 
And you go down to this article and it says, quote, rumors of an apocalypse have swept X, formerly known as Twitter, following the news of Zuckerberg's recent underground bunker uh, endeavor. Wait, quote, 15 billionaires have built bunkers this week, one user said. Quote, that seems very ironic. It's almost like they are, quote, preparing for World War III or civil unrest in the U.S., a second user wrote. Quote, if they didn't know something, they would not build such a third commentator said. And another said, quote, why are the why are all these billionaires building bunkers? What do they know? Again, and another says billionaires around the world are building underground bunkers. Can someone help us find out why? That's the question, guys. That's the million dollar question. One ex user said, good morning, folks. It has occurred to me that many billionaires are building bunkers. What are we expecting next year? Again, he's referring to this year, 2024. Does anyone else think it's weird that 15 billionaires just built bunkers in the last week? How many have seen The Last of Us in the zombie apocalypse? I mean, <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, it's it's at first and second of all, uh, Hawaii is obviously an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. If there is something that really goes south, how long can you last without supplies? That's where it takes me, you know, during the coronavirus pandemic lockdowns, people lost their minds. Yeah. For, after being at home for six months, and we still could go you to could the grocery store. You could argue that people store. still lost their minds. Right. A we, hangover but, there. And we still had the outside. We, you know, there, we weren't literally in our homes without fresh air. So to me, I wonder how practical these truly are. And I get it. When you've got a lot of money, you can just say, well, I'll, it might not be practical, yeah. but we'll do it just <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, the question is, what do they know that we don't know, right? I mean, they're building these underground... Apost- is this just a natural human nature towards uh, thinking that I these think are so. the end times, our I, times, I, are the I end times? I call me cynical, but I think there's, like, the only fear being played here by billionaires is FOMO, the fear of missing out. Like, the you know, that billionaire <laughs> oh, yeah. has a new toy. Yeah, you my know, neighbor had a flat-screen TV I had. It, right, yeah. it's like keeping up with the Joneses kind <laughs> of mentality. Maybe, but the, but the money piece is a powerful peace and they want to live forever and none of us are going to live forever yeah. and if you've got too much money that you can go build a, put in a five cry- cryogenics and yeah, yeah that exactly. you, you they probably it. already got all that. right steve i want your take real quick before we we uh we leave you when you have that much money when you're a billionaire you either go up you either go up to space you go find somewhere else to live or you go down you go bury underneath <laughs> right. you get yeah. your bunker you got options right. but it's not happening here on earth Right, so extraterrestrial, terrestrial, subterrestrial. Those are your choices if you got enough money, right? So now I know in previous podcasts we've talk, we've speculated on again, and this is based on all kinds of theories. It's based on blogs. It's based on uh, interviews and research that we've done. There is groups and and associations uh, that are expecting civil unrest. Uh, they're expecting basically all hell to break loose in relation to the next coming up election. And then you got other individuals that say, no, 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 no. This is all in preparation of a third world war that we are on the precipice of entering into and fully going into a full third world war. Okay. So both of these theories could be correct. But what I want to present to you today is another theory. What if, what if it's not civil war what if it's not um, from the elections coming up? What if it's not fears of a third world war breaking loose across the globe and America being involved and even here in our own homeland? But what if it has to do 
with some type of celestial event from heaven. Now before, and now we're going to work our way up here. Now this was dated, as you can see here on your screen, May 24th of last year. This was kind of in the spring of last year. You remember this report where U.S. senators were issued satellite phones. Let me read this. Amid growing concerns of security risk to members of Congress, over 50 senators were issued satellite phones for, quote, emergency communication. The satellite phones technology was offered to all 100 senators. Senate Sergeant at Arms Karen Gibson uh, made a statement about this, and she said, quote, in a testimony before the Senate Appropriations Committee, she said this was deployed in, quote, Satellite communication is being deployed to, quote, ensure a redundant and secure means of communication during a disruptive event. Gibson said the phones are a security backstop in the case of an emergency that, quote, takes out communications in part of America. Y'all remember that? We talked about that last year. And there was a lot of speculation. What, what, the, why? What do they know that we don't know? What, what could be the event that would uh, that would justify that or ratify them handing out over a hundred satellite phones to these senators. And guys, it's not just, so it's not this, it's not just the governments of the world that are preparing because uh, the governments of the world are preparing for something, something coming down the pike, something coming down the road. They all know the elites know it. Uh, the world leaders know it. The governments of the world know it. The Kings the, the, those in hierarchy, they know this. So what do they know that we don't know? And it's not just them, but it's also, again, these high profile figures who are on the kind of they're on the inside of what's going on. They have an ear to it. They're they're getting information that perhaps we are not. And this is why they're preparing uh, in, in the way that they're preparing. But it's not just them. But look at this. We talked about this as well. In the Black Hill Mountains of South Dakota, there are already over 575 bunkers, and this is an estimate, that have already been created that for, quote, when all hell breaks loose. Remember, we talked about this. Uh, we reported on this as well. A doomsday communi a community, this is a whole community that lives in the Black Hills Mountain Range of South Dakota, um, they have already, according to this report, there is 575 bunkers that have all been fit to fit to, to, to house up to 10,000 people. According to this report, a former army base which stored munitions has been repurposed into bunkers. The base has since been transformed into livable bunkers aimed at providing, quote, ep epic humanitarian survival project, not just for the top 1%. Uh, the executive director of this said that, quote, now average people can reserve their spot for when all hell breaks loose. This director went on to say, quote, we are living in very dangerous times. Making the need to have a life assurance shelter solution is a must have for those who want to, quote, survive these extinction level events or ELE. I want you to remember that extinction level events. Why? I'm about to show you in a minute, because again, I want to propose a hypothesis today, not election chaos, not World War Three, not domestic terrorism, 
But I'm going to show you something else. Nice to meet you. How you doing? Hey, Mark. I'm Brian. Nice to meet you. We met up with Tom Dundas and his neighbor, Mark, at a gas station in the middle of rural South Dakota. And we followed them on a long drive through the country to Vivos X Point, a community that feels like it's at the end of the earth. And that's by design. We go through several security gates of the old army base. And then you spot all the mounds in the ground. Bombs used to be stored in these bunkers during World War II. Now people live here. I was looking at the brochure. It says nuclear pandemic, terrorism, asteroid, supervolcano, tsunami, solar flare. I mean, there's a lot of things out there to... That, that, that you could be worried about. I think the biggest thing is you go to big towns and the amount of crime and everything that goes on, you're really not safe anymore. Uh, the amount of population that's out there, I think is a big deterrent for a lot of people. They don't really like the name preppers out here or doomsday, but they're getting ready in case something really, really bad happens. The community is built to be totally self-sufficient. There's 533 of these bunkers out here, and I'm told about 200 have sold so far. Sales have been picking up. Uh, They're selling about six or seven every single month. The cost is $55,000. That's just for the bunker. Then you have to build out the inside. Uh, And it's a massive area out here, about 7,000 acres. We have a lot of um, ex-military. We have an awful lot of... um, ex-law enforcement. Uh, we've got people that are teachers, that are you know, telecommuters. There's people that, you know, you have to have Starlink out here. It's the only internet you have, but yeah. it works very, very well. So people live out here and they telecommute and do their jobs right out of their bunkers. So some people so are interested cool. in moving up here. Other people are interested in having a place to bug out to if, if that's what they want. So this is one of these bunkers that's been built out. It's a little loud outside because they've got the generator going, but they, these bomb blasted doors are on the front, which are really heavy and kind of difficult to open. Um, and once you've got that open, you come inside. There's another very, very secure door. The electrical room is right here. There's some storage on the other side. You'd never know, but the inside uh, is actually quite nice. Almost kind of feels like a fancy college apartment or something like that. Uh, there's no light that comes in from the outside, really. So that part might feel a little claustrophobic, but it's actually quite, um, quite open and airy. These are a few of the rooms. There's several bedrooms, bathrooms, a media room, extra fuel, and a gun safe. This actually is set up with a blast valve. So if there's a blast outside, it would equalize. That's part of that system that's up there. That's the blast valves on top. California businessman Robert Vecino bought the old army base in 2016, and he's been selling the bunkers ever since. He says people will have to take matters into their own hands during a doomsday event. You know, the government will never tell you anything bad that it doesn't claim to have a solution for. If I told you we're going to get hit by an asteroid tomorrow and it's going to take out half the world, um, you'd flip out. Your entire audience would go out in the street screaming right now. Vecino has bunkers around the country he says can comfortably house 5,000 people. He encourages members of his community to stockpile a year's worth of food and fuel and prioritize security. They're going to they're gonna stand their ground. Nobody's going to be waltzing in and saying, I want what you got. It's not going to happen. Do you think it could ever get to the point where you would want to move out there permanently just because of everything going on in the cities? 
Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I mean, it depends how, how bad things got. Philippe Briggs is a military veteran and retired police officer. He owns a bunker here and is concerned about crime getting out of control in big cities. And people just realize in the big cities now that it's just not a safe place to be anyway. You know, you don't have enough cops uh, realistically in these big cities. They're overpopulated. Most of the residents at Vivos didn't want to be on TV, but told me off camera. It's crime and overpopulation they're most worried about. Since COVID and the wars in Ukraine and Israel, the bunkers are in even higher demand. Right now, all of F section is sold. Um, all of this E section is sold. We're in the process of going through and selling this. Here, this this article, typically I read these and I see these and we get these periodically, but this one kind of caught my attention only because, again, not just because of the title and in the first opening paragraph, but because of everything else that seems to be kind of interconnected with this. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today. Look at this. This is from The Mirror. And we again, we shared this on our main website, quote, Exact date mystery asteroid could strike the Earth with the force of 2.6 billion tons of TNT. Let me read that again. The exact date a mystery asteroid could potentially strike the Earth with the force of 2.6 billion tons of TNT. Now, I want to make a disclaimer real quick because we get, whenever we talk about this, we get blasted by people. I can't believe you put your trust in NASA. I can't believe that you'd believe anything they say. Listen, guys, I put about as much trust in NASA as I do our federal government. If that tells you anything right there. Okay, so I'm not one that believes everything NASA says. And if NASA says it's that everything's uh, everything's safe, everything, nothing to worry about, then I'm not going to be one to. Oh, okay, you know, you're right. You know, they're they, you know, they would never fabricate anything or never lie again. I'm just saying I want to make that disclaimer, because when I get into this, there's going to be some verbiage here that's written that's going to be triggering to some people. Now, let me read this. Quote, the asteroid, which is being called 207 FT3, was spotted 16 years ago. So again, this thing was first spotted back in 2007. I remember when it was spotted because we were, um, I remember reading the article about this. I remember where I was at. I was at work at that time. When they first spotted this. So this thing has been, this was first spotted 16 years ago, back in 2007. And uh, it was so faint that it vanished. Although scientists were able to work out when it's next due near the earth later this year. Now, let me read on here. According to this report, this huge 54 million ton asteroid quote could be. And again, I'm, I'm, this is not, I didn't write this article, guys. This was written by Anthony Thrower of the News Reporter. This asteroid could be on collision course with Earth. Look what he says here. Later this year, and I'm, again, this is his verbiage, and wipe out life as we know it. Pause. But NASA is not certain where it is. Well, that's not very comforting. That's not going to make me sleep better at night. That's not going to give me much assurance. But let's read on. Dubbed 2007 FT3, the 1,030-foot th space rock was spotted just over a, a day 16 years ago before it became too faint and vanished. Hmm. 
How convenient. Officially dubbed a lost asteroid, it was observed long enough for scientists to work out its orbit and any potential points it could hit our planetary home. NASA Center for Near-Earth Object Studies identified dozens of potential impacts, including one of uh, one on October 5th, 2024. You may want to mark that on your calendar, October 5th, 2024. Why? Because that could be, and again, I emphasize, could be the time when this mystery asteroid that NASA can't seem to find anymore. They've lost track of it according to the report that could be the date in which it hits the earth now here's what's interesting he goes on to say that luckily for those with plans later this year the chance of this asteroid hitting us are around 1 in 11.5 million 1 in 1.5 million now stop i know what some of you are saying well brother ricky then why would you even report this? Why would you even talk about this? Because this, wouldn't this be the classic example of fear mongering, of hyperbole, uh, of being an alarmist and just trying to scare people? No, because listen, let me, again, let me emphasize some stuff here. Number one, again, if you put your full trust in NASA, then sure, then You know what? Sleep well. Whatever makes you sleep well tonight. Number two, the fact that they can't find the asteroid, they can't pinpoint where it's at. It was spotted 16 years ago, but oh, where, oh, where could it be? Now it's a game of where's Waldo, but it's where's the asteroid in the solar system? Is it hiding behind the sun? Is it behind this planet? Is it over here? Where is it? So doesn't this, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but this kind of brings some suspect suspicion to me. It makes me very suspect of this because NASA is supposed to have all this high sophisticated telescope, satellite imagery technology, and they can see all this stuff. They can see different uh, things in the cosmos that are so many light years away and they can spot all this thing. But isn't it isn't it convenient or isn't it interesting that even though they spotted this thing 16 years ago, where, oh, where could it be hiding? And, but they don't know where it's at, but they can, can confidently say, oh, well, there's only a one in 11 point whatever, six or 0.7 million chance that it would strike the earth. Now, again, something, something, and that's the huge word here. Something has triggered and prompted high-profile celebrities, figures, elites, and government officials all to prepare accordingly for something in the future. And again, in case you've not been paying attention, 2024 appears to be the year where the the poop is going to hit the fan. I'm, I'm really censoring that here. You got a lot of stuff happening. Now, biblically speaking, we know according to the scriptures in Luke 21, verse 11, I find this very interesting. We started out January 1st, New Year's Day of 2024. We had earthquakes in diverse places. 
We had a massive earthquake in Japan, rocked, shook buildings, knocked out power, caused tsunami warnings, caused a, a small tsunamis in different areas. Uh, people died. You had earthquakes that sprung up in places on the eastern, uh, on the east coast of the United States that in places that are not normal. You had an earthquake that just rocked the Los Angeles area just a, a few days ago in uh, in in, uh, in California. So you've got this in in Luke again twenty one eleven. The Lord says there'll be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilences. And look at this. And He says, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heavens. And guys, you we've talked about this. We're in January, February, March, April. Three months from now, we entered into we enter into Passover on the Hebrew calendar. We've got two major celestial events coming. <clears throat> We've got that horn comet coming through through our solar system, and it's going to be the closest to the sun right during the time of Passover. Okay, then you have this great American eclipse. That's going to make the other trajectory, the crossover, make the X. And, and, and you've got to go back and listen to our podcast on all the quote unquote coincidences. They're all interconnected with the trajectory, the X on the map and where it's at and the timing of this. All that's in there. We talked about that. There's a new movie coming out called Civil War. The timing of that is impeccable. And now here we go. Here we are again with yet another report telling us that they're not saying it will. They're saying there is a chance, a again, according to the experts, a very small, minute chance that this asteroid, which they're still on a witch hunt trying to find it. Apparently, none of these guys cannot find this asteroid, but... But they can assure us that it's not going to strike the earth. But isn't it interesting that you have all these elites and these people in power that are creating underground bunkers? They're, for some reason, the government, the U.S. government, is preparing for an, a, a, catastrophic, a catastrophic event where in which communications would be severed. So here, here's a satellite phone so we can keep communication. Here is uh, ways that we can keep track of one another. And then we know, again, we've talked about this, even in Revelation 6, guys, it talks about, the, and, and it, again, in the future, that the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, all men in the earth will hide themselves in caves and rocks and mountains, bunkers, Come on, and they will cry out, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. Again, that's Revelation 6. And then we know Revelation 8. Now, this is during the tribulation, guys. I don't believe we're in the tribulation, but I'm just telling you, these are events that have been foretold that John the Revelator saw, Zechariah saw, Ezekiel saw, different prophets saw these things happening. John the Revelator saw in Revelation 8, he saw a great star, and that word star in Greek is, is astroth, where we get asteroid. He said, I saw a great asteroid fall from heaven. 
burning like a torch, and it fell upon a third of the rivers and on the springs of water, and he called it wormwood or bitter, because it will cause a third of the waters to become wormwood, and many men will die from the water because it will be made bitter. That's Revelation 8. So again, that is an event in the future. Now, again, I'm not, you could, you know, we could go uh, in this whole rabbit hole and I've already taken this pretty much in a rabbit hole at this point, but I'm trying to keep us biblical. I'm trying to keep this balanced without going on one extreme to the scale of the other. Then we had this. I thought this was an interesting article that came out. We reported this. This was from the Daily Mail. Planes dropping out of the sky. Your mobile rendered useless, just like your car. As a Netflix film portrays a nightmare that security experts insist is a very real prospect. I'm going to say that again. Security experts insist that what uh, the film on Netflix called leave the world behind most of you have probably already seen it or heard about it and they are saying that this could be a real life prospect here's the question that they propose how will you survive on the day an enemy state switches off the internet for our 21st century lives are almost entirely dependent on complex technologies that may that many do not understand and they can so easily be exploited by our enemies. Maintaining a car, for example, was previously a job for any uh, competent motorist and their local mechanic. Now our vehicles are computers on wheels and their inner workings is a complete mystery to the average consumer. We used to navigate with paper maps and landmarks, but but with his car's sat-nav, but now many of us are relying on GPS technology, Google Maps, our vehicles. And this is what happened with Ethan Hawke's character in this movie on Netflix. When all that went down, he was completely lost. He didn't know what to do. He, he, he was completely freaked out. Even our telephone system used to run on sturdy copper wires with handsets that, could, uh, that you could fix with a screwdriver. Now it's a branch of cyberspace. Even our, uh, our banking system, all this relies on this technology, guys. If these technologies were to break down and that infrastructure go down, many of us would be left helpless just like Ethan Hawke's character on this movie. Now, when we scroll down on this article, they talked about how hospitals and banks and different facilities are being hit with ransomware attacks and it's shutting them down. It's crippling them. Now, the author on here says, ultimately, the full scale societal collapse depicted in Leave the World Behind is from a technological standpoint, quote, quote, somewhat overblown. But yeah, that's now again, I want to say this. That's from a cyber attack standpoint. But again, I listen, a, a cyber attack from a foreign enemy, such as an EMP being shot up or whatever, that's only one facet of this. But again, I want to go back to this. But what if, and this is where I want to close with this. I don't want to spend a lot of time today, guys. What if, what if this, what if the, an asteroid did clip the earth? What if we didn't get a full on strike or full, um, blunt of the hip but what if it was broke up remember i'm going to refresh your memory on this too i thought this was an interesting piece 
Quote, NASA launches mission to intercept God of Chaos asteroid before it scratches Earth's orbit. Renamed, uh, this spacecraft uh, was renamed recently to study Apophis. This is this Apophis God of Chaos asteroid will make its closest encounter with Earth on April of 2029. Now that's five years from now. And again, here's what the article says here, that NASA is allegedly launching a mission in order to intercept this asteroid that is projected five years out to make a close encounter with Earth. Now, again, if you read the article, they're going to tell you the odds are slim. It's not going to hit the Earth. So here you have two incidences that we know of where there is certain voices, certain analysts, certain experts, certain researchers that are saying there is a probability or um, excuse me, there is a possibility rather that these asteroids could strike the earth. But then they turn around and say, well, it's a one in a million chance or one in 11 million chance. But yet you keep seeing this surfacing over and over and over again. So again, I want to remind you that eventually down the road, there is going to be an impact because the Bible says it will happen. The Bible calls it wormwood and it will hit the earth. And again, I want to remind you that whether it's an asteroid, whether it's civil war, whether it's global uh, World War III, whether it's a cyber attack, whatever the case would be, we know for a fact that the elites, the governments of the world, they're all preparing and making plans for something down the road. Now, whether it be this year, 2024 or down the road, time will tell. But again, we need to be aware of these things. We need to be in prayer about these things and be uh, aware and observant of what's going on. These, again, we're informing you of the times and seasons of which we're in, things to keep in prayer. Again, prepare accordingly the best that we can in the natural, in the spiritual, financially, everything you can do. Again, a prudent man prepares himself. He sees destruction coming. He sees calamity coming and he prepares accordingly. He doesn't bury his head in the sand like a, an ostrich and hoping it goes away. So we wanted to inform you of doing this. Listen, intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. Again, that's going to be our main website. Again, download our free app, get it today, available on Apple, Android devices. Uh, again, you can download it. Uh, hit yes to push notifications. You're going to be good to go. Again, guys, don't forget to hit the like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button, excuse me, hit the bell notification. You're going to be good to go. Uh, I know many of you guys are, we're on our eighth day of 21 days in prayer and fasting. We pray and hope that you guys are, are just trucking along. You're pressing through some of you. Listen, if you've already gotten breakthroughs and answer to prayers and uh, please testify, let us know, send us an email in time headlines at yahoo.com. Go to our contact page, share it, share it here in the, in the chat room. Let us know. Cause we are built on each other's testimonies. The Bible says they overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So we need these testimonies. Now, so we want to thank you for that. And again, real quick, guys, if you'd like to support this ministry, we always want to give you that opportunity. You can do so two different ways. You can give electronically through the app. That's right there on your screen where it says donate. You can click there to give, 
or you can give uh, by check or by money order, and you can make it out to End Time Headlines, P.O. Box 1391. That's going to be Monroe, Georgia, 30655. As always, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate all your, your cards, your emails, your letters, your support, all of these things we get. Uh, some of you guys have sent us uh, free books and, and information packets. Again, thank you so much from, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, for our ministry to you. We thank you for your generous partnership and your support of our ministry. Now, having said that, guys, I, you know, I've always been open and transparent about things that I've asked you to pray about me for as we pray about, you know, we pray things for you. Many of you guys know that I've been on this uh, a, a journey. We're trying to figure out what's been going on. Probably uh, many of you guys know about eight weeks ago, I started exhibiting TMJ symptoms, went and got, you know, I started doing everything to treat that. That is pretty much subsided, but uh, it's things have kind of transitioned. Neck stiffness that's been going on for like three weeks, neck stiffness and pain in my neck. Um, and then started getting neuropathy stuff going into my arm, pain, uh, little like jolts of pain that comes in my hands, my fingers, my arms. Sometimes uh, rarely does it, I'll, I'll feel it in my leg, like a little spot of pain. And then sometimes uh, it almost feels like whatever this is, it's like kind of triggering uh, sciatica as well. All this is predominantly, I'd say 98% of this is on my right side of my body. Um, we, I'm, I'm doing physical therapy for the TMJ stuff. We're addressing all this neck stretches, this, that procedures, exercises, did an x-ray on my neck. It came back clear, went, saw a physician about it. She believes that the neuropathy stuff is connected to, she believes it could be some type of a neck circumstance, a pinched nerve that's causing this. So these are steps guys that I'm taking. Um, to try to, we're trying to get to the root of and the bottom of what's going on. So I appreciate your prayers. My next step will probably go to an orthopedic specialist for my neck so they can look further and see what's going on. So listen, here's the bottom line. I, I said it today when I, when I went and got, uh, an examination, I, my faith and trust is in God. He, my, my life is in his hands. I believe in healing. I believe it's Jehovah Rapha. He's the Lord, our healer. But I also believe not only can our God heal supernaturally, but he also can guide us to the right physicians, the right uh, uh, the right places that you can be seen and they'll give you the right answers and wisdom to be able to do things uh, that we not necessarily don't need a miracle for, but we can work those things out ourselves, whether it's stretches or physical therapy or avoidance of this or change your diet or whatever the case would be. So that's where I'm at with this. I'm just, uh, again, I believe all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So I greatly appreciate your prayers of agreement. Just continue to pray for brother Ricky that, I will get answers. We will find out the root cause and we can deal with it and get on the road to recovery completely and back 110% in Jesus name. But hey, we're going to keep going, press through the pain. We're going to press through all this stuff because we, listen, the enemy would love to shut us up and put us on the sideline. But come on, the devil is a liar in Jesus' name. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but I believe the Lord delivers us out of them all. Come on, y'all agree with that today? So again, guys, we love you. We appreciate you guys. We're going to probably, we prayerfully, willfully, uh, Lord willing, we'll be back on here tomorrow, Tuesday, January 9th. 
7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we will probably have a message in regards to our fast, another word of encouragement and equipping. So be looking for that. If something changes, we have to switch our schedule around. We'll inform you. We'll let you know. Look for it in our YouTube community page or on Facebook where we send these um, where we send these notifications out so you'll know what's going on. But again, we plan on being here tomorrow night, January 9th, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. So until then, may the Lord bless you keep you and may his countenance shine upon you. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.